Please hold for the next account executive. Thank you for calling. To ensure the highest level of customer care, this call will be recorded. Street Agency, this is Matthew. Hi, speak to Larry, please. Sure, who am I speaking with? Uh, Joey Jingola. Joey Jingola? Yes. All right, Joey, hold on one second for me. Thank you. Larry, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I like it. Yeah, Rocket Recalls is great. I mean, their system is, works really well, so I've tried to maximize it. And I, I use it, um, I mean, to get the client's feedback, but I also use it to grade my employees and to also get them excited about what they're doing. And they get excited when they get good testimonials. Not so much when they get a bad one, but they understand that if they get a bad one, it's something they need to hop on and find out what's wrong. Yeah, it works really well. Do you have the power to let your clients choose your best employees? Well, that was my buddy Larry Friedenberg down in uh, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina of Triest Agency, and he does. And he's using, of all things, rocket referrals to you know, kind of deliver that power. I'd even, you know, it was amazing to me to hear how he was using it. And this is something rocket referrals calls their NPS or net promoter score. And essentially what it does is it allows you to kind of keep tabs to let your clients tell you who's doing the best job within your agency. And Larry has got this thing humming and singing and, and, uh, and it's interesting to hear him talk about his hiring and firing decisions simply based on having more information. Not this subjective, ah, he's doing a great job, she's doing a great job, he's not doing a great job, she's not doing a great job. I mean, outside of the eye test, I mean, this is, you know, hard data that kind of speaks to who's doing what, where, and when, and why. And there's no getting around it, right? It's coming straight from the people that are paying your bills. They're lining your pockets. They're putting food on the table. They're keeping the doors open, the light on. These are the people that are telling you what's up. And it's interesting because I don't think a lot of us are implementing these tools. We don't even really think that, or know that they're possible in some way. And with rock referrals, and we've talked about them on the show plenty of times, and and um, and to have it integrated in this way that's you know, almost a flip of a switch, it's almost a no-brainer not to use this information to better your agency. Because burying your head and pretending that it's not happening is probably one of the worst things that you could probably do. Yeah, I'd rather hear it and rather than never hear it and the person just leaves. And plus employees, you know, you can have a bad apple on your employees and you don't know if the owner, they're brown nosing you and you think they're doing the best job in the world. And you find out um, months go by and you're losing clients and they're telling you, well, it's because of this or that. And then you realize that this thing you realize up front, they're losing clients because they're horrible. Me and Larry, we're going to get along just fine as he is not mincing any words there. You're losing clients because they are horrible. That's what he is saying about, you know, 
his staff. Well, not his staff. I mean, I'm saying what he has learned from people, you know, the people that he employs using this information, using this system, this technology, um, you know, that rocket referrals allows him to do is that, hey, I can, you know, have my people tell me, my people, my clients tell me who my people, my agents, my employees are worth keeping. And think about how expensive this is, right? And this is something that, you know, we're always talking about the bottom dollar and what we can afford and can't afford to do. And, um, and I was actually just on a podcast on uh, Agency Nation Radio with Ryan Hanley talking about this. And uh, I, was, I thought I did it on this podcast. Maybe we did. We talked about some time and, and throwing money at some things. And what is, I mean, what is the value of one, not wasting money and time on an employee that is ultimately losing you business as you know, Larry kind of laid out the scenario, hey, you're losing clients, you're losing clients, and they keep telling you it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. In reality, because you're just taking them for their word, it's actually their poor performance that's losing them. So not only are you paying them to do a bad job, you're also watching money walk out the door as a relation to that bad job. I mean, that's a, that's a you know, times two multiplier of, of the money that you're going to get back on it, you know, throwing money at things that are actually going to provide you a return if that's where we're going. Um, not to mention just the overall um, morale boost that you're getting by having this feedback loop, right? Um, in the very first clip, you know, we heard Larry talking about, um, you know, hey, they really like it when they get a positive a positive, um, you know, testimonial. And, you know, there's so, we also neglect this feedback loop that is so essential to kind of keeping people fresh, energized and excited. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, you always think your parents never told you they were proud of you enough when you were growing up and you, you know, sulked, you maybe wore some black eyeliner, you're listening to some emo music from time to time. You know, you might've went through that phase. I'm not saying I did. I never was in the, you know, anyways, I never did the black eyeliner, but I did listen to an emo band or two. Don't judge me. Point is, is that, um, you know, you might think that, you know, Hey, what am I doing this for? This kind of sucks. And, and what's the meaning of life sort of thing. But when you have things that keep morale high, right? Hey man, Tim's doing a great job. Tim, hey, Tim, high five. Tim, you know, Sally Smith and John Steele said, you guys are doing a great job. Worst made of names ever. That's valuable, right? I mean, that's keeping your employees at a level that you would otherwise not be able to. Now, you can say, I, yeah, I'm sure you can set up these systems and, and you're probably getting some of this feedback trickle in in some capacity, right? But once it's ingrained, I mean, this is part of Treast Agency's culture. This is part of the culture Larry wants for his agency. And and um, it's something that I should I don't think should be neglected because, again, at the very end of the first clip and the beginning of the second clip, we heard Larry say, um, you know, hey, if they get a bad review, it's something they know they got to jump on right away. And then you hear him say, it's, uh, what did you say? Oh, I'd rather hear it, right? Yes. I think a lot of agents and you know specifically agency owners they might just be better off not hearing it two very powerful things the ability to learn and grow from where you're not getting the job done and embracing that and making sure that your culture supports that in a way that i've never really seen and all the agents that i've talked to i've never seen a, you know somebody as kind of obsessed with this this culture building of um of of you know accountability and and just you know feedback and, and it's all made possible by, I didn't, again, I, this is one of the things that, you know, 
I just started kind of digging into and rocker referrals myself, but I did not know it was this powerful. And I was talking with Carl and Tori over at rocker referrals and they, Hey, did you know about this? I was like, yeah, I heard you mention it, but I, you know, he's like, you got to talk to Larry cause this dude is really rolling with this. I was like, all right, I'll talk to Larry. And man, I, I was like, why aren't we, uh, I mean, I guess we have mostly family. So, um, evaluating our employees, maybe that's why it was never a huge thing for me because I can't go fire my uncle. But again, you know, or my dad, you know, my dad probably, that wouldn't be a very, I mean, family dinners would be a little weird. Um, but the point is, is that um, if you're in an agency that obviously, you know, in Larry's position, he's got a lot of people that aren't, you know, sharing the last name, the same last name that's on the door, or in this case, like, obviously his last name isn't on the door, but he's a fourth generation agent, which is cool. He's actually got me beat third generation. Uh, so, uh, you know, hats off to Larry. But that's, I mean, think of all that stuff, right? All those different benefits of just providing that feedback in one way or the other. It's it's that feedback, you know, because we all, we all sit alone on our islands, our insurance islands of sales and think, oh my God, this is terrible. I just, you know, lost another thing or this client did this or that or the other. If you knew that, you know, or you had that, that um, how should I say it? That uncertainty of positivity, sure. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you're growing up, right? You never really knew. You just knew you go, uh, you know, when, when you were young and hey, the, who knows what you're going to do today, right? You're going to maybe go play some baseball with your friends. You're going to play some video games. You know, whatever you're going to do is just every day was a new day and you were unsure of the possibilities that were unfolded. Now, as you've grown up and you become cynical and jaded, you kind of know that life is all the same and it's boring and whatever. But think about a work environment that allows you to come in and say, oh, wow, I don't know what nice thing somebody's going to say about me today. And, and it really, really gives you and your employees and your agency an opportunity to do something that most don't. And you might be thinking, and this is something that I thought, but I mean, obviously this could backfire, right? I mean, what if you have an, a, an entire agency that wants to bury their head and doesn't want to hear it and doesn't want to improve? They embraced it. They embraced it. They, I mean, they all do a really good job anyway, so they embraced it. And then I made it positive so that they, if they get up to a 90, they, you know, if they get a bonus, it gives them a little kind of status that they're at that level and they want to stay at that level. And I mean, one I just got rid of two weeks ago, she was at 70 and doing a horrible job. Tried to turn her around, but it didn't work. So, um. I mean, listen to that. It sounds like Larry is playing a video game. He's got like real stats to determine his top players, right? He's just he's just making a draft and he's saying, I'm taking the 90, I'm, I'm taking the 85, and that person that's a 70, I don't have room on my team for that person. And I was like, ah, I was, I was freaking out, right? It's like, it's like I'm doing a draft in Madden, right? If anybody's played Madden in the football video game, you know, it's like I'm, I'm drafting players and I want, you know, the guy that's a 99, right? It's a, you know, he's obviously going to be good because they programmed in the game to be good. And you, and you can actually kind of, in some way, attribute those statistics to your agents, and say, hey, listen, this guy's a top player. He's a 90. And, and you're giving them a reward. You're incentivizing. You're making it a positive thing to invoke this culture, this culture of how are we doing, what are we doing, and why are we doing it. And, and, um, and I think where this maybe falls apart for a lot of agents, and maybe you are in this camp or agency owners, is that you maybe leave it on to the agent themselves to – create and find, not create, that'd be bad, uh, find this feedback on their own, right? For them to solicit, hey, you know, maybe you've 
plays this phone call from time to time. Hey, Jim, it was it was great doing business with you, and I, I really appreciate you know you taking the time to let me handle your insurance. Uh, you know, by the way, if if you get around to it at some point in time, you know, if you're not that busy after you've got your cattle nice and brushed and you've you know you've you've mowed your carpet, uh, after you've got all those things done, you know, maybe you know washed your drapes, you know, whatever that is, after you've got all that stuff taken care of, if you if you wouldn't mind, you know, just give me a review on on Google or Facebook or maybe Yelp or or um, you know any other place that you think that you know would maybe would maybe um, you know be not if you just want to just let me know you know just you don't have to you know, don't worry about it so it's, it's honestly just don't worry about it you know just don't do it it's you know it's too big I'm sorry I asked it's too big video have you ever have you ever had that have you ever had that experience right you go down that rabbit hole and and you talk you're essentially talking them out of you know doing your review you're not very clear you're not very specific there is no process to collecting these things right and if that's the case then that's it's not really I mean, it is and it isn't. It's not part of their job, right? How much easier, how much nicer is it if you, as the leader of this organization, show up and say, hey, listen, I got your back. We're going to take care of this. We've got a system, and we're going to get this done, and we're going to keep you motivated, energized, positive, not wanting to kill each other and or me or physically harm small animals. Like, that's what we're trying to do here. We don't want these things to happen. And this is why we're going to do it for the safety of ourselves and the small animals that happen to frequent outside of our office. These are the reasons that we're doing it. And how nice would it be to live in that world? It'd be spectacular. It sounds nice. I would, I kind of want to go move to Charleston. I don't know. Larry mentioned he might have a spare couch somewhere and maybe I'm just going to crash on his couch for a little bit and work at his agency. Cause I think it sounds fun. Now, again, if you're not any good, it's probably the worst place for you to be because you're going to be found out to be not very good really quick. And that's kind of what we're all chasing, right? We all want the best for agency as soon as possible. And, you know, this is something that is, is, is easy, it's fast, it's quick, right? So it's, it's all the things that you want it to be that you don't have to labor over creating a system yourself. And for all the conversations we've had about throwing money here and time this and that, uh, this is one thing that, again, you can stand up as a leader and create a pretty strong culture that most agencies don't have, and you can do it by just basically flipping a switch. That's a no-brainer, in my opinion, I mean, to do that. And I, like I said, I didn't even know it existed until, you know, Carl and Tori over at Rocker Referrals told me, and then they said, hey, talk to Larry and see how he's using it. So um, I thought it was pretty cool. I investigated, you know, specifically because I thought this is something that you guys would be interested in. And um, again, maybe I'll just get it rolling in our agency and see which one of my uncles, you know, is doing the worst job and see how bad I'm doing. And, and that would be fun. Um, I think more importantly than anything, it's also, it's again, it's going to give you, and we're probably going to talk about this in another podcast with Larry because he goes on a lot, a lot about this. And, um, you know, it's going to give you that second chance that you're looking for with clients and prospects before you even know that it's a problem. And, and that is something that cannot be undervalued, right? None of this stuff can be undervalued. It's stuff that we want to, again, just by the problems that they create in self, we just want to kind of brush off and say, ah, it's not that big of a deal. We've been doing fine without it. Uh, have you been doing fine? I mean, or could you be doing that much better? How much business, how much, how much business have you lost? Because as Larry would put it, they're horrible. Um, because you know, they're brown nosing and I'm never one for, a, I was never a brown noser. If you are a brown noser, um, I guess we'll tolerate you, but for now, this is a no brown nosing group. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, whatever kind of cliche I can toss out there, the truth, it will set you free. There you go. That's a good one. The truth will set you free. 
because you will have the necessary information you need to make the best decision as it comes to your employees. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little deep. We're just gonna be a little deep, a little serious right now. I want to ask you a big question. The big question is, what is the thing? What is something a big idea, a big thing that you want to change, that you see that nobody else sees, that you want to do differently that nobody else does, and that you think will dramatically improve an industry, this industry, your life, somebody else's life. What is that thing? that drives you, that, that big, deep question. I'm curious, I wanna know if other people have some of these things kind of buried deep down inside, if, if you're just suppressing them, if people suppress them on a daily basis, or if you maybe don't have them as often as some other people might. I'm just curious, what's that thing? Let me know, joey at growprogram.com. What is the thing you are trying to do? I'm not saying I can help, but you know, we can at least share in our ability to want to do things and trying to figure out how to do them. What's the big thing you're trying to change? Is it in the insurance industry? Is it in something else? Be interested to know. Joyagrowprogram.com to let me know. And speaking of big change, if you do want to, just got to tell you, stick around, stay close. Uh, we're hoping to roll out registration here in the next couple weeks. Grow Lab 2017, Charlotte, North Carolina, October 24th, 25th. And um, really looking forward to that. Very excited, putting the finishing touches on everything. Uh, so mark that on your calendar. Registration will be opening very soon. And of course, remember, only 100 agents are allowed. That's all we've booked room for. We have no more room, no more space. Only 100 people can come. So it will be first come, first serve, the first 100 agents. So we've already got 50 that came last year. I'm pretty sure most of the 50 that were there last year are going to be there this year. So, um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go quick. October 24th, 25th. I would love the opportunity to see you there, meet you, and shake hands um, and, um, and have a good time. Made a lot of good friends last time. Looking forward to making a lot more. Again, joey at growprogram.com. Let me know what's your big idea, what's your big thing, and hey, if you're excited for Grow Lab.